I feel naked. I feel naked without my offensive costumes. I know. I know. I was thinking this morning as I was mentally prepping. It's going to be really weird doing this in no getup. It's been so long. And if you're new here, then, uh, well, first off, welcome. But you missed out on October's shenanigans where we, uh, dressed in mostly offensive cultural appropriation attire. And I know that we lost at least one viewer because, uh, because of last week's episode. <laughs> uh, and we also got, we also got the 29 Toes podcast in trouble and somebody got mad at them, blah, blah, blah. Um, our good friends over there, um, I'm pretty sure one of them is in here. Lucas Riley says, Craig, what's in the terrarium? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a euphemism or if he's generally cur genuinely curious. <laughs> hey, baby, what's in your terrarium? <laughs> right. All right, right. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you proud of it? I got a uh, a notification earlier today on YouTube from somebody named New Crazy Giraffe, <laughs> and uh, their their comment on uh, on our our short blackface video was uh, poor judgment. Had to unsubscribe to both your YouTube and podcast, and to that I say goodbye. Um, so we've got a couple people in here. Animus Channel says hiya. What's up, Animus Channel? Lucas is here. Says can't hear Craig. Can't hear Craig. Why can't we hear Craig? Uh, um, we didn't check my audio. There I was we go. Have to check my audio. How about now, Lucas? Can you hear me? Uh, he said he's got a. What? What's your your big long snake there, Craig? The thing inside my um, terrarium is a large red-tailed boa, and mm. you can take that as a euphemism or mm. take it as literal as you want. I don't like it. Um. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into this episode of Anti-News, I have something to read you. It's a poem from the 1800s. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I knew of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fawkes, Guy Fawkes and his companions did the scheme contrive to blow the king and parliament all up alive. Three score barrels laid below to prove old England's overthrow. But by God's providence, him they catch, with a dark lantern lighting a match. A stick and a stake, for King James' sake. If you won't give me one, I'll take two. Uh, the better for me, and the worse for you. A rope, a rope, to hang the Pope. A penorth of cheese to choke him. A pint of beer to wash it down. A jolly good fire to burn him. Holla, boys, holla, holla. <laughs> Make the bells ring. Uh, God save the king. Hip, hip, hooray. And I know we have a couple UK listeners. That'll mean a lot more to you guys than any of us uh, US dummies. But uh... You lost me at Blow the King. <laughs> I think you're taking that a little bit out of context. But it is the 5th of November, and welcome to the Anti-News, where we discuss uh, things that are going on in the world with um, our own our own twist, and our own anti-newsy fashion. Uh, if you are a first-time listener, you are welcome to call into the show at 309-716-3818. Lucas Daniel Riley says, I don't know why I call him by his middle name, too. It's it's not showing up as that, but I, I talk to him on Facebook mostly. Uh, he says, Craig sounds good now. I have a phobia of snakes. 
Peace out, homies. Putting my phone back into my dark place pocket. Thank God for YouTube oh. Premium. Screw you, dude. Thank you for tuning oh, in wow. to to uh, to share a couple comments if, and go on your merry if way. If I tell you, if I tell you there is not a snake in the terrarium, will you come back and listen? <laughs> yep, yep. But yes, the- it's like the terrarium might escape the glass, crawl over to my desk, and somehow crawl through the computer screen. <laughs> I don't and think that's the reason. The is, reason oh. is because he works every single night, and so he always tries to tune in when he can, when he has a down uh, time at work. But yeah, fair, Lucas, fair. thanks, and tune back in if you get a chance in between scrubbing those toilets. But um, it is 7.09, and this is the place where we talk about the news and drink the drinks and smoke the smokes and have a good old chill time on Monday nights to kick off the week correctly. Um, Craig, how's it going? Oh, it is going as good as it's going to go. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Um, mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Um, eventless. Well, our parents came down Ooh, or over, that sounds, whichever direction. Sounds like we are. it could be potentially pretty eventful. No, it was pretty eventless. Hmm. They came at lunchtime and left after dinner time. Wow! I did barbecue a monstrous pork butt. Mm. For them, though, Pork they ass. got to eat my butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, it is 7-11 o'clock, and that means it's time for the 7-11 dance party. We don't know if you're here. We don't know if you're listening, because the new platforms that I'm working with doesn't show me anything. So, uh, except for your comments. So comment in. Let us know if you're here. Otherwise, we'll just party on our own. But uh, 7-11 dance party, then we'll kick this thing off for real and get into it. Are you good? You think we're good here? You good? You good? Alright, let's do this. If, 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 if it'll play. Let's do this! All I ask is, if we have to give these bastards our lives, we give them hell before we do The tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live. Talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing. I'm going to ask the congressman to withdraw that comment and tell us that he didn't really mean that. I don't know what I said. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Certain people be put to death. Chiefs were possessed of weapons of mass destruction. 9-11 attacks were carried out by Al-Qaeda. I remember that with that smoke! We are still here! We have to say yes to the soldiers. Hey, I am not going to make this anymore! 
Ah, oh, that just—that's just how I like to start out my my Mondays. I mean, Mondays aren't ever enjoyable, except oh, we is lost this it. Is the start of your Monday? We lost it. We might be back now. We got kicked out. We're resumed now. Hopefully, we're back into it. I don't know what happened, but you know, technology—that is how it is. Uh, let us know if you have any trouble hearing us. If you can hear us right now, comment in. Comment wherever you are. We should be able to see it. That is. One great thing about this new software I'm using, um, well, we're working through, uh, and Miss Channel says, oops, so, uh, <laughs> Lucas Daniel Riley says, Mondays can suck my average-sized penis. <laughs> um, anyway, Craig, are you still there? Are you muted? I am here. Okay, yeah, I'm working on, I'm working with this new, uh, thing, uh, I'm sure a lot of you probably have used it. We're working with, a uh, Restream.io, instead of just streaming out to YouTube, we are now streaming out to... YouTube, uh, Periscope, which goes to Twitter, and Twitch, and one or two others, I don't remember. But if you're watching this, we should be able to see all of your comments, no matter where you're commenting from, unless it's on Facebook, because screw Facebook, and Facebook doesn't like to be uh, incorporated into this type of thing. But, like I said before, if you are here, please comment in, because we can't see how many people are actually watching, which is probably a good thing, because then I won't be, like, thinking about, eh, we're only talking to two people, and uh, it won't even be in my mm -hmm. mind at all. I'll just be enjoying your beautiful comments. Uh, Joey Rebel says, justice for Hampstead. Thank you, Joey. Um, just trying to stir up some stuff in here, huh? <laughs> getting there, getting it started already. That's right. I thought, thought we were past that in this discussion. That's fine. Now, whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm down with it. But, uh, we're here to talk about current events and things that are going on in the news. If you guys want to argue in the chats, you're welcome to do so. And you're welcome to call in and, you know, try and bring up whatever topic you want. So, Craig, uh, do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? Oh... What do we want to talk about tonight? I've got a whole bunch Let's, of stuff. Well, I got a few things, but I see on your title that you have one thing in common with me that I really wanted to talk about, and that is the fantastic show of the Connors. Mm. We got to talk about how well and terrific and successful that show is going. I heard that the Connors just got picked up for four more seasons. You're full of shit. <laughs> you know what I heard? What'd you hear about the Connors? I don't have an article. I don't got an article pulled up, but... I also didn't watch last week's episode, I just realized. So I'm going to have to get off and do that tonight. Um, so I haven't watched any except for or, the premiere. Originally, um, the show was picked up for 10 episodes. Coincidentally, that's how many episodes that the main characters were still on contract for. So they had 10, 10 episodes in line. And then I got this headline late last week, I think. Probably shortly, probably the day after the most recent episode that the Connors just got renewed and picked up for an additional episode. Right. <laughs> Rejoice. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Well, I, I have my suspicions. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, well, they, they just had to extend out this, the season a little bit further. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So they could close it off. They, they could put a period at the end of the, the finale. The they, they did not wrap it up in, uh, in 10 episodes. So, uh, let's make it an odd number. Let's make it 11 and see how that goes. Obviously, that's just right. because they needed a smoother transition into season two through seven, right? Of course, obviously. They didn't think about possibly transitioning by the like the current episodes they already recorded, so they had to add an episode. No, I um, definitely predicted, because my uh, the marketing class I'm in, we've been t 
talking back and forth about the horrible marketing decision that went into deciding to make the Connors. Right. And um, so I brought that up in class last Tuesday and I was like, yeah, this is my, my thoughts is that, that like I just said, they're putting the period at the end of the sentence and just washing their hands of it and it's going to be done. Yeah. One day later, another, um, another article came out saying that um, the Connors is not doing as well as expected. And are you, are you sure it's not doing as well, as well as expected or is it doing exactly as well as expected, which is bad? Yeah, who, <laughs> Just not as well as people hoped. expecting. <laughs> well, what people are, are we talking right. about that are expecting the, the station or probably the, the, people? the people who make up political polls, too? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The same people that said uh, Hillary Clinton had a 98 percent chance of winning the election. Those are exactly. the same people that predicted that the Connors would be successful. Right. Yeah. Timothy Gallagher says uh, just a lot of bad half-baked script writing on various episodes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I only watched the first one, which I thought the first one was okay. I did not care enough to tune into the second one. And it's not like I was boycotting it either. I don't give a crap if they fire Roseanne. I don't think they should have, but I don't give a crap if they did. And I didn't really care, give a crap about Roseanne to begin with. But Ooh, um, ooh. I liked... here's an article. Here's an article titled "ABC to Cancel the Connors?" Question mark. So we got to read that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and finish what you were saying. Uh, well, first, Joey Rebel uh, says, "Are you going to invite Charles Seven onto your show? That'd be interesting. Uh, justice for Charles Seven, dude. I don't know anything about Charles Seven. I've heard. Uh, I've heard the name." I don't know anything about this uh, topic. Feel free to send me some information. I'm always open to looking into different, uh, you know, conspiracies and cases and stuff like that. Send it to dan at tsidpod.com. Send me all the information you got, and I'll happily look into it and contact him for sure. Um, but, yeah, I was reading – we're jumping back to what we're talking about. Uh, the Connors, um, I read that it was uh, – well, it, it's a Halloween episode, which typically that's – if somebody is going to do well or poorly – um, it's going to be on the Halloween episode. Usually, that's where people mm-hmm. tune in because it's like a Halloween special type thing. Um, yeah, the maker, one of the maker break episodes. Yes, and on this night uh, for the Halloween special, it was beaten by everything. NCI- really? NCIS, The Voice, everything. Um, how does NCIS beat any new show? How, I didn't. Again, I, I said this last week. I didn't even know NCIS was still on, but it's not only on; it's doing better than the Connors. Like third or fourth mm-hmm. episode yeah this this thing site here says that they uh dipped in ratings for the second episode but they regained some of their ratings from that they had in the first episode here i'll just read this paragraph and then we'll talk it says after abc canceled its rating giant the roseanne reboot following a racist tweet from its lead star roseanne Barr, it appears the network is now contemplating to pull the plug off its spin-off series the connors hmm. Connors premiered October 16th, opening up with exactly half the ratings of its ancestors' premiere. It later, it's ants. So Roseanne's premiere right. had double the ratings of this. Yeah. Nobody knowing what Roseanne, the Roseanne show was at all, mm-hmm. had double the ratings of this. Not, uh, it doesn't say. It may, maybe they're referring to the reboot premiere because I know the reboot oh, premiere I, had I'm really sure high ratings. About the reboot premiere. Um, I was going to say that original, that's insane to me. I would imagine that's what they're talking about. But they don't say that. They just say it's Ancestors premiere. Yeah. It later went on to see a dip in ratings in the second episode, 
Though the third episode, the Halloween special, was able to reclaim the Fallen ratings, they too weren't sufficient enough. The spinoff, despite decent ratings, <laughs> decent ratings. The spinoff, despite decent ratings, has not been able to generate the same luck as Roseanne. And now, following a new programming decision, the rumor of cancellation of the nascent show—I don't know what that means—is <laughs> doing rounds. Yep. So. Uh, it's on the way out. Um, another point, let me pull this article back up here. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are looking at this and they're like, well, why, uh, you know, what they're down by like a 180,000 views. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, why wouldn't they just keep it going? You know, like they, they don't want to admit defeat. Obviously they're not I know saying why. it's canceled. The, yeah. The reason. Uh, well, for the one big reason is a show with less than half the ratings of Roseanne cannot afford to pay $375,000 per main character per episode. There's no way they can support themselves on that. That's that's John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, and Sarah Gilbert. So all all of them together, it's like a million dollars an episode. More than Mm -hmm. that. Um, And... uh, (laughs) And that that's not including like production costs or all the millions of other costs that go into this type of thing. Wardrobe, makeup, all that stuff, camera crew, everything. All these people are getting paid for m- more than a million dollars an episode. And nobody cares. <laughs> Which is just it, it's it's just beautiful. Um yeah, guys who are in here commenting about stuff that's not uh, related to what we're saying, um, feel free to keep arguing with each other. That's fine. Or you can comment in on what we're actually talking about. Either way, thanks for being here. You guys are beautiful, mm-hmm. wonderful people. With a lot of you, even though y'all seem to have problems with each other. Um, uh, Timothy Gallagher says, all that money lost my, uh, minus well do I'm guessing he was, he meant to say might as well do a remake of, uh, a spider movie, arachnophobia. Yeah, I think that is actually happening. Anyway, oh, really? yes. Interesting. Um, while Roseanne, while the Roseanne Free Show drew 7.7 million viewers for ABC, uh, The Voice drew 8.8 million for NBC, and NCIS drew 12.1 million over at CBS. The Gifted drew just 2 million for Fox. So I guess they didn't beat The Gifted, but I don't even know what that is. So who cares? Something to be proud of. Yep. Uh, over overall, NBC won the ratings war uh, Tuesday night with a 1.7 rating, seven share in the advertiser coveted, 18 to 49 demographic, and uh, second in total viewers with an average of 8.1. Who cares? Let's move on to something else. Uh, the Connors is flopping. Uh, that's 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 that story. The Connors I is doing exactly like we say, predicted. It's almost fair to say the Connors flopped. It's not yeah. flopping. It flopped. Yeah. Well, it's not dead yet. They have. When I heard that they were, they were at, they ordered just one more episode. I thought they meant like they were just airing one more episode. They're like, that's it. We're pulling the plug. We can't even afford to finish out the season. That would have just been so beautiful. But, um, yeah. Which I mean, it sucks for. Uh, I I don't have any ill will against the people who are still working on the show or whatever. They're it's just a job for them. But uh, and it sucks that they're losing a job. But I mean, if you're getting paid. What is it? Thirty three hundred seventy five thousand dollars per episode. It's hard to feel too bad for you because um, in the last since this season premiered, you've made more money than I have in my entire than I will in my entire life probably. So it's hard yeah. to feel too bad for you. You'll find other work. It'll be fine. Well, by by the end of uh, 
the 10th episode run that was originally slated, they'll be at up $3.7 million. I think they're doing okay. They have a little bit of a nest egg there to set aside until they find more work, I'm right. pretty sure. Yeah, moving on. Speaking of flopping and flipping and flipping and flopping, uh, my, my boy, my homie, Kanye West. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Did you hear about Kanye West? No, I haven't heard uh, much about him recently. Man. Kanye West, I'm just going to read his tweet that came out October 30th. Uh, my eyes are now wide open and now and now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I'm distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. What the hell? Yep. Surprise, surprise. Who used him? He was the one saying all the shit. You know what's funny about this? Um, what's funny about this is uh, he got in trouble for saying the... Uh, the stuff about slavery, like slavery is a choice, it's a mindset, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're still a slave, that's on you. Um, like, you have to decide to be better, basically, is what I took from him saying all that. <laughs> like, nobody, you are responsible for yourself. But then he makes these statements that get him in a little bit of heat uh, in support of Donald Trump. And when he decides that he doesn't want to be a part of that anymore, doesn't want to have that heat or, you know, takes whatever payout he may have been given. Who knows? Uh, he's like, mm -hmm. eh, I realize I've been used. Who the hell were you used by? You were used by right. yourself. Um, well, own it. Don't they, be a bitch. Obviously, obviously, the Republicans and Trump glommed on that and jumped on it, but he's the one that set the stage for that. He did that all on his own. It wasn't um, – nobody was telling him to – well, they might have been telling him to do it, but nobody was making him – Say all right. this stuff. So what's what yeah, is if anything, all of a sudden? If he has advisors, which I'm sure he does, if he has like press people and advisors and all that, I'm sure the only thing they were saying was stop, don't do this, stop doing this. If anything, right. they pro they were probably the ones who used him and talked him out of talking positively about Donald Trump. Well, if his credibility didn't suck before, it's going to, going to really suck now. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and it's not like the Democrats are going to be like, oh, we're gonna swoop up this guy now because he doesn't like trump anymore it's like you know this guy is obviously a loose cannon nobody's gonna jump on it now yeah it, it's, i'm not that surprised he's been a loose cannon the whole time he said that george bush plant don't like black people or whatever and he's been all over the map he does whatever is going on i i just hate that it's like i, I mean i wasn't i didn't like that he was coming out in support of trump because i'm a pro-trump guy i'm not a pro-trump guy i'm a what I, i'm an open-minded individual um uh when i put this cap on it's my my superhero my superman cape but uh yeah I, I wasn't in support of him coming out for trump because i'm a pro-trump person i'm not uh but i was a fan of it because he was just saying you can't tell me how to think you can't tell me what to do you can't tell me that i'm wrong uh i'm allowed to think the way i want to even though i'm a celebrity even though i'm a black guy um and uh now he's uh, i don't know it's a total backpedal and it's total it's total garbage because nobody was telling him any anything except what he's doing now tyler mills says kanye equals wild card we've got a couple new listeners in here tonight what's up guys how's it going uh, i've got gm yeah, skywatcher timothy i already talked to you uh the, the walt finder general Nice to have you guys. Ooh. The Walt Finder General says Grace Jones is a slave to the rhythm. Don't know what that means, but I'm sure you guys are talking amongst yourselves. Glad for you. Uh, Anna Dickerson it is commenting in saying, first time live. Uh, was his Twitter hacked? That's a good question. That is very intriguing. 
Um, Craig, look into uh, Kanye West's current Twitter, see if anything has changed since then, but I'm sure it hasn't. I'm going to read a little bit of this article while you do that. Um, uh, okay, this is coming from cnmnewswithaz.com, so you know it's super legit. Uh, after weeks... Uh, CNN, it's CNM yes. News. Yes. Uh, and the headline is, I've been used. Kanye West quits politics. CNN goes into withdrawal. Uh, after weeks of infamy as the most famous black face of the conservative movement, Kanye West once off the Trump train, claiming he's been, quote, used and blaming fellow controversy count controversy counter cadence Owens for uh, ideology, sed- ideologically seducing him. Are you kidding me? Is he really blaming Candace Owens? Because um, Candace Owens just said something, what? and then he said, I agree with Candace Owens, and that's when he started getting all the flack. Uh, Owens well, unveiled the logo for her Blexit movement, <laughs> which I like, as in a black exit movement from the Democratic Party. At Saturday's Turning Point's Young Black Leadership Summit, uh, boasting the, that West had helped design the logo, which... Uh, he now denies not only is he pulling out of any further involvement with the campaign, he says, but, quote, I never wanted any association with Blexit. The rapper claims to be washing his hands of politics, tweeting what I already said. Um, he pledged to focus on creative endeavors, obviously, during which, let me see, getting ahead of myself Though some might say his Oval Office performance earlier this month, during which he hugged the president and called his Make America Great Again hat a Superman cape, was pretty creative. I mean, like, how do you say that you met with Donald Trump and you went out of your way to walk around uh, at risk of at risk of the Secret Service tackling you? You walked around the desk and gave him a hug and said, I love this man. I don't just like this man. I love this man. Who was forcing you to do that? Who was using you in that instance? It was obviously this Owens chick who um, seduced him into hugging the president. Yep. And yeah, uh, his Twitter, the, his Twitter right now. I'll, Before you okay. get into that, the, the Walt Finder General says Kanye wants to uh, focus on clearing his huge debts, which could be the case because I heard that he's had some really bad trouble with uh, his shoe line and all that stuff. But Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, so his Twitter account since that post has been nothing but like dumbass retweets of like um, him and his wife, Kim, at Halloween parties and her like with in a push-up bra and her Halloween costume and stuff. It's there's nothing. It's just a big bunch of nothing bullshit now. Mm, Sweet. It's just like he just went down the uh, useless path there in his social media. So of course my conspiracy mind is is saying you know he's he's been hacked somebody took over his stuff and said shut the hell up yeah. or oh sure this is how this goes but who knows I mean he again he is a wild card he is a bit of a psycho um, I still I'm still gonna listen to his music uh, just like I still will watch Jim Carrey movies and still enjoy Jim Carrey because if I did not if I did not consume entertainment from people that I disagreed with on politics, I wouldn't be allowed to consume any entertainment. And I don't really care about your politics when it comes mm-hmm. to your art. Um, if it's good art, then fine. 
Also, now, what about when your politics cross into your art? Then do you have an issue? That's a good question. That's what I was about to get into because Kanye West had this uh, a new album that he was supposed to be putting out, even though we just put out an album like two months ago. But he he said that he was going to put out a new album, and it, he, if I recall correctly, made it sound like it was going to have something to do with his political uh, back and forths and stuff like that. And um, he pushed back the date. It was supposed to come out in like September, and he pushed it back to I think mid-November. So I'm wondering if that will still come out at all, and if it will have anything, if it will say anything about this stuff, if it will just, if it will even matter. Because that was the main reason why I was interested in it. I like Kanye West, but I was like, I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say since, uh, since he's been doing all this these crazy shenanigans that Kanye West does. Yeah. Yeah, he probably uh, put out this statement ahead of his um, newly new upcoming album, so he wouldn't take the um, necessary dip in album sales that yep. he will take if he stays on the Trump train for too long. I don't know, man. It's like, oh, my I'm my less album, likely to album sales. now. <laughs> well, yeah, but around, like, well-rounded uh, listenership you're probably on a better path if you <laughs> distance from that. It's hard to say. Controversy sells, even if people disagree with you. They're more likely to tune in if you're uh, if you're stirring up trouble in the news. Um, Lucas Riley says, Shoes, that reminds me uh, that Post Malone partnered with Crocs and released a limited edition. I love Crocs. I'm very sad <laughs> I didn't get a pair. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. I did see, I don't know if it was real or fake, there was a post on Facebook the other day. It was uh, Crocs boots, like um, shin high boots. Like work oh. boot style. Are they called crutes? <laughs> I don't know, but I just wanted to get a pair just to have a pair. Yep, yep. But you got to wear them with socks, obviously. You're not cool unless you're wearing Crocs with socks. Right. Well, uh, you got anything else on that on that story? Um, On Kanye? No. I didn't really even know what was going on until just now. So. All right. Well, then. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's whatever. Um, I don't mm -hmm. really care that much. Uh, also, if anybody wants to buy a Kanye-inspired Make America Great... Where do I look? Where's the camera? Make America Great uh, hat, <laughs> you can buy one at uh, tsidpod.com forward slash shop. They are available there for fairly inexpensive. And it is not a Donald Trump hat. It is a Let's Make America Great for the First Time hat, which uh, is, right. is what Kanye talked all about. He was like, the only problem I have with... This hat is that it says again, and I i mean, when we were the best economically, there was still a whole bunch of racism and everything. Like, I don't want to go back to anything like that, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. I don't want to go back to anything like that. I want to go on to something bigger and better and something that we've never seen before. Yeah, I agree. Um, what greatness might have been, um, <laughs> we, we're, we're never going to get back to – well. We're never going to get back to a point that some people think we should be because everything has shifted. And like obviously, um, a big chunk of our economy was built on slave labor, which will not, obviously, should not happen again. Um, yeah. A big chunk of our nation's success, I guess, was built on um, white supremacy and or not even. Well, yeah, I can. I'll just say white supremacy or um, big billionaire people screwing over other people and yeah. none of us really want that again but i would like to get to like right now i i don't consider america 
that great because we're just a bunch of horseshit right now and all we do is sit here and bicker about stupid shit and we cannot move forward because of all this back and forth bickering. Right. And so we need to get to a point where we all say, hey, can we just move on? Can we just move forward here and do something to make our country better? Because that's that's what we really need. But it's never going to happen with this two-sided um, thing that we got going, this dual-party system. It's not even just the dual party. It's the, the completely polarized. Um, you're either far left or you're far right and if you're far left you're a communist if you're far right you're a nazi you're that's inner, like 19 you're in or you're out and if you disagree with me on anything you're the enemy and you should be destroyed no well, that's like face. 19 that's 1940s bullshit there you're either a communist or you're a nazi it's you're not a but that was is what it is <laughs> that well that was if you weren't like a diehard american you were either communist or a nazi now it doesn't matter if you're American or not. You're still either a communist or a Nazi. There's no middle ground here. Right. So it's like, where, where the fuck do we go? Yeah, I, I got to chime in here and read some of these comments because you guys are uh, – it's really hard to focus on what I'm saying because you guys are uh, cracking me up right now. Um, uh, let me scroll back up here. Uh, <laughs> the Walt Finder General says, Crocs look like Jason's hockey mask for your feet. <laughs> and uh, Wavy First says, feet are effing ugly enough. <laughs> It's definitely true. Feet are disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Riley says, uh, the way Dan... It uh, keeps updating. Uh, he says, the way Dan talks about Kanye makes me think they've spent a few glorious hours together in a seedy motel. It's not... I could, it, I, it could be true. I imagine as much of a Yeezy fan that Dan is, it's probably more like three minutes in the hotel, and two of that was getting his clothes on and off. So <laughs> it, it didn't take much at all. Oh. In that CD hotel room. Really, we were just in a CD hotel room, and I was just uh, singing Kanye West's music back to him and playing it for him, and that was enough to uh, to get him aroused. That, that got him. That got him going, and that got you going both at the same time. <laughs> it's not untrue. Oh, I'd be a little bit gross. aroused if I was in a hotel room with Kanye West listening to his music. I'd be down. <laughs> oh, anyway, is this something we need to discuss between the two of us? Nope. But if you're okay. if you're just tuning in, uh, comment in the comment section or call in to three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight. And I uh, I have figured out how to stream us on multiple platforms. I have not figured out how to take your calls without kicking Craig out of here. So if you're sick of listening to Craig, call in and take his place and be my co-host for a minute or two and share your thoughts on any of the stories that we've covered or bring up something of your own. Um, uh, the Walt Finder General says, I wonder if Trump uh, ever read the plaque on the statue of liberty um uh, probably that's the the bring your tired <laughs> yeah. and you're hungry you see and see where you're going with this bring people do you mean uh, allow them to migrate in uh speaking of which um uh, the elections tomorrow the the migration horde is supposed to be uh arriving at our doorstep any minute now any word on that have you heard no no the last i heard um the members of the caravan or whatever we're calling them these days, um, they were filing a class a class action lawsuit against Trump mm, okay. for violating their First Amendment right or not first, their Fifth Amendment rights of due process because according to the Fifth Amendment, legal or Wait, not who's filing legal this action? the um, people who aren't in America yet. You don't get um, constitutional rights until you're in. But, <laughs> but well, the thing is, certain constitutional rights apply to um, citizens or 
um, undocumented, illegal, not legal, whatever, whatever we're calling them now, they apply to them, uh, spe- specifically due process, the right to due process. However, in my opinion, Wavy my said, not uh, they just law, passed my house. <laughs> my not law, not law brain. Like I have no knowledge of law. I, I like you said, I think that only applies to you when you are in our country, in the country we are speaking about, right? In their constitution, because right now you should be um, concerned about the Mexican constitution because that's where you're currently at, and they're kicking you out. They're not letting you stay. Why aren't you suing the Mexican and government? I don't their know. Constitu- if they have a constitution, uh, that's how smart I am. Uh, does their constitution even apply? Because you're there illegally. So, but like I said, due process still applies to illegal immigrants in our country. They still have the right to a trial, but they're not here yet. So stopping them from coming in, I don't personally see that as violating your due process rights. That's just saying, I'm sorry, we don't want you right now. And a horde of 5,000 migrants of any sort flocking toward like storming towards your border to me is a reason to be concerned on either side whether you agree with immigration or not that's concerning to me if you saw a mob with torches and pitchforks coming towards your front door would you uh allow them in uh okay we're getting a call so bye craig hello hello one zero nine four who do we got hey dan it's remso how's it going what's up remso i'm swell how are you Doing great. Just listening to that conversation and everything else. In terms of a caravan coming up from Central America through Mexico right now, that uh, that lawsuit you two were just discussing, um, from what I was able to get from some sources through the Daily Caller, Daily Wire, essentially, and right now it's mainly just trying to follow the money trail, it's coming from Alexander Soros. George Soros' son, who's the current president of the Open Society Foundation. Sweet. Project Veritas as well recently found that several Beto O'Rourke staffers, you know, Beto, he's uh, Robert O'Rourke, the Irishman pretending to be a Mexican in Texas, currently going up against Ted Cruz, has funneled an undisclosed amount of money that is going directly to pay for food, clothes, transportation for a lot of these migrants that are trying to come up through the border. That is not in the same category as what Alexander Soros is doing, because Alexander Soros is doing this as part of his 501c3 component. It's an international nonprofit. He could do that. Uh, Beta O'Rourke, on the other hand, right now, I don't know why he's not under investigation, because you know he's running a 501c4 component. That's a political action pack, which does make up his campaign right now. So technically, he's using donation dollars, and he's putting them towards over, you know, uh, he's putting it towards projects that are essentially outside of the United States. You can't do that with campaign donations in a United States election, especially for federal office. You can't just take it and say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put this towards a whole bunch of people in Mexico. You couldn't open up a church in Nicaragua with it. You couldn't go ahead and build, uh, you know, wells for the pygmies in Nigeria or whatever. You can't just go ahead and throw your money around like that. So that's the big issue with that right now. And that lawsuit is just complete, complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. Any of the circuit judges that Trump has gone ahead and appointed the past year or so will go ahead and throw it out immediately. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. But, you know, got to get to stir up some shit wherever we can. 
Uh, do you have word? Do you have an update on where they are at this point? Because I heard that they were supposed to be arriving like the day before the election or the day of or whatever. Well, everyone was assuming that they were all going to go ahead and get buses from wherever they currently were in the middle of Mexico. But right now, uh, the caravan has essentially split up. They've been running into the police. They've been causing problems. They've, uh, you know, they've been squatting in private residences. They've yeah. been demanding free food from people. So even just because none of these none of these migrants are Mexican, you see, when. Uh, when, when an illegal alien tries to cross into the United States, they're essentially looked at as Mexican, or if you're up north, they're a Canadian, which, I mean, come on, illegal Canadians, that never happens. Mm-hmm. But then you've got this new clarification, OTM. OTM was made during the Obama administration because what you had was you had the AFL-CIO, you had a whole bunch of other unions that wanted to stop, and these are Democrat, typically Democrat-influenced unions, that wanted to stop illegal Mexicans coming into the United States, quote, taking all our jobs. The biggest problem was, though, that nobody really paid attention to Central Americans, South Americans. So this is where you get the OTM clarification, other than Mexican. The Obama administration in 2014 went ahead and let a lot of those El Salvadorian children into the United States. And he said, basically, if they are OTM, if they are other than Mexican, let them in. And what did we get with that? We had about 1,300 of these children that were bought that were brought into uh, Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina, and they ended up being dudes that were in their 30s and also happened to be part of MS-13. So this caravan has been split up uh, into about three main packs. They're causing fights with the police and everything else, the federales. At this point, it's really anyone's guess when they actually reach the border, and if they reach is like you know one giant Hispanic zombie swarm or whatever. <laughs> right. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Remzo, thanks for calling in, being the uh, the educated one in the group, and uh, I really appreciate it. No problem, Dan. Take care. Cool, man. See you later. Craig. Craig. Yes. Turn it off. I did. Sorry, right. I was trying to hear what Sorry. our good friend had to say. Yeah, I mean, Remzo is a, a well of knowledge, and he's a he's a journalist and writes about all this stuff so he knows way more than I do and I, I'm not even going to try and repeat any of it because uh, I mean the long and the short of it mostly the short of it was uh, this uh, this you know this case is going to be thrown out and it's a bunch of garbage and we don't know when they're going to arrive and that's that's that yeah so, I caught the gist of it I didn't catch the tail end because of the delay but yeah no it sounded like he had a lot more info than I definitely had about it and for sure um, and, you know, I, I think yeah. that we're going to – even if I figure out how to include people into calls, I think we're just going to leave it the way it is because I like the incentive of uh, if you want to take Craig's place on the show, <laughs> just call in and I'll kick him out. If you hate me that much, call into the show. <laughs> we, we There was a, a poll not that long ago where everybody voted to kick Craig out of the show, but uh, whatever. Um, all right. I've got, uh, that's because you left like two options. You're like, do we keep the show as it is or do we kick Craig out? I think there was multiple options of different things. Do you want to murder babies or kick Craig (laughs) off the show? Yep. I'm pretty sure Remzo said murder babies and then everybody else said kick Craig off the show. In 2020, would you rather vote for Hillary Clinton or vote for Craig to be kicked off the show? (laughs) Wow. Wow. I don't even want to know what the answers to that will be. Yep, yep. All right. I've got uh I've got another one I want to get into before the break. 
Um, did you hear about our gal? Our gal, uh, br- uh, Brew, uh, what's, what's her name? Bruce? No, Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> no. He, she's still in the news? Hey, watch it. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, sh- Caitlin, uh, says that she wants to play a Marvel villain in a Marvel movie. <laughs> what villain? Because, you know, once you're at a certain level in your life, you can just say, I want to do this thing just, just cause, I mean, Bruce, rest in peace, God rest his soul. Uh, <laughs> Bruce was an Olympic athlete, uh, not an actor, not a model, not anything, um, goes through this transition becomes caitlin and now woman of the year and now now she's trying to be a a marvel actor it never was an actor okay let me read this actress it would be an actress uh actually that that's that's a good good point in question because most female actors like to be called actors because there shouldn't be that uh that separation between the two so does Mm -hmm. she want to be called an actress or an actor i don't know anyway um out of respect for her them i will call them uh actor marvel movies are some of the biggest okay. and most successful films so it makes sense that many actors uh would want to be a part of them <laughs> well, okay that's a great opener um <laughs> marvels are big movies so a lot of actors want to be in marvel movies thank you thank you for making that that's obvious point awesome insight there yes uh this comes from comicbook.com which has got to be the most legit uh, source on this topic uh, now Caitlyn Jenner is joining the list. Speaking with Variety in their issue on transgender Hollywood, uh, Jenner revealed that her dream acting role would be as a villain in a Marvel movie. I don't know why they were asking her what her dream acting role would be. She's not an actor. Is it just a coincidence that Jenner almost rhymes with gender? <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Um, so uh, this is a quote from Caitlyn. Uh, in a Marvel movie, I want... Uh, in a Marvel movie, I want to play the uh, the baddest ass lady you've ever seen in your life, Jenner said. Well, there's a problem there. Never mind. Uh, continuing. Uh, they they got the wicked queen or the wicked lady. Just do the makeup and outfit and I got the deep voice. <laughs> she pointed out she's got the deep oh. voice going for her. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. Yep. I'm glad she pointed that out so nobody else had to. Yep. While most people are familiar with Jenner, with Jenner for her public transition, uh, as well as her time as part of the Kardashian family, uh, Jenner isn't a stranger to acting. I, okay, so I could I could eat my words here. I, I don't read articles before we get on here. If you guys are new here, which we've got a bunch of new people, this is this is how this goes. We all find this these things out together in real time. Uh, Jenner appeared in a handful of uh, made-for-TV movies in the early 1980s, and even had a guest-starring role as office officer Steve McLeish for six episodes of the police uh, series Chips. Oh. I like how they say Jenner appeared in these. They don't say Caitlin appeared in these. <laughs> right. Because Caitlin did not appear in these, and you will not find her in the credits anywhere. Jenner also auditioned for Superman, ultimately losing to Christopher Reeve for the iconic role. I could see that. It's something that Jenner said was a relief uh, as she was struggling living as a man, and Superman was perhaps the most visible representation of manhood. Uh, right. Quote. quote. I was going to say, that's like the um, epitome of man back in the 80s. It's just like this super masculine type um, hero. Mm-hmm. 
save save the the woman. I was going to say save the broad, but that's politically incorrect. Um, but back in the eighties, <laughs> the saving the broad, um, save the woman, uh, carry her off into the sunset. Yeah, that's like completely the opposite of what um, apparently Jenner was right going through mentally at the time. Right. Uh, this is a quote. Um, and then four months later, after winning a gold medal at the 1976 Olympics, they called up, uh, would you be interested in a screen test for Superman? Jenner recalled. It was, it was, it was such, it was just too much for me. I, w- I would have gone down as the most macho guy in the world. And that's not me. <laughs> Damn, this is not. And we got another dropout. We should be back. Let me know in the comments wherever you're listening Is it listening putting from. us on another feed? Because the last one kicked us to another feed. Did it? Hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, if you're uh, listening to this, let us know if you're uh, watching. That uh, sucks. Sucks that it that, that put it in a, another feed. But anyway, uh, I'll just continue. Let us know in the comments if you can hear us, if we're here, and if it's the same feed. Let us know what's going on. I'm not going to go check it. Uh, as for what lady she's referring to, there are plenty of uh, intense female villains in the Marvel Universe, though choice, uh, though choice of one would depend on a lot of, of factors, including which franchise. Uh, with Kate Blanchett carving out her corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the powerful uh, Hela Thor, Rag- uh, or Hela and Thor Ragnarok, Jenner might have a better shot over in the X-Men world. Oh, Oh, the irony. The X-Men world. So they're calling her a mutant? Is that what they're going for? <laughs> because that's, that's almost worse. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. I think but... it did generate a new feed. I'm going to copy it and send it to the old guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Animus Channel says, stream crash- crashed for me again. Animus, let us know if we're back up where you are or if we moved. Um, 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 let, I'm going to comment. Let us... No, if we're back. All right. Is that how you actually type? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I think the new software may be a little bit unstable, says Animus Channel. Uh, Animus, you are correct, apparently. But we that do have our, a lot more people our in Our host here. is just unstable. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. We'll have to try this a couple times. So we have a bunch of new listeners, so it's hard to... You got to weigh the... You got to take the good and the bad. Do you take the more people and the more crashes... The unstable instability, or do you take the stability for just a handful of people? Well, know. we're all about uncomfortable things, so instability seems to be the way to go. That's true. That's true. Especially instability uh, for more people. I'm, I'm all for it. But okay. I, I think we should go ahead and jump into uh, an intermission here real quick, and we'll be back shortly thereafter, and we'll do uh, a few more stories for you before we jump into the after party. So... If you're just now getting back on to uh, whatever this is, welcome back and uh, enjoy enjoy a, a brief intermission while we take a pee break. And you can take a pee break as well. If you don't have a drink, if you don't have a smoke, go grab them and be back here in about five, three to five minutes, something like that. Did you get that off your wrist? Yeah, yeah, I've got it written here, three to five minutes. <laughs> Gosh, it's tattooed on your arm. That's right. Yeah, I mean, anything in general, if I'm wondering when I'm going to be back, it's, it's always about three to five minutes. So gotcha. it's just a little reminder for myself. Oh, uh, makes sense. 
All right. Uh, Animus Channel says, I'm fine with li living through the growing pains. Life is about that. Animus, you are absolutely right. And that is that is beautiful. I want to get a bumper sticker that says that on it. Um, the Walt Finder General says, smoking a cigar. Good for you. Now go grab a drink. What kind of cigar? Mm. I want to know what kind of cigar. Mm. Mm. Good question. What kind of cigar? Um, also, while you're uh, while you're on while we're on this little break here, go grab a friend. Go uh, wherever you're listening to this. Go post it. Go uh, retweet it. Go share it around. Bring a person or two back with you, and let's finish this out the right way. Uh, we still got plenty of show left, so stick around, and we'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Ole Langwood from Light and Conspiracies, and you are watching Anti News Live. Somebody used the N-word on this show. It is not okay. It is not okay, Charles Kaiser. I respect you. I enjoy having you on as a guest, but uh, not okay. By the way, I've never heard of this, so there's that. Take a break. And now it's time for that part of the show where we give a big thank you and a shout out to all the beautiful men and women who support this show with their hard earned and much appreciated dollars. We could not do this without you. If you would like to increase the value of your life and get your name on this list, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and join the Downers Club. I'm done. I'm pissed and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the west you people are enemies and we're gonna get your asses and we know what you're up to and we're coming for you so I'm, i've had enough of these people okay so i've been containing this for the last week that's why i've been in here sweating getting pissed because i, I can't handle them more. Oh. hey this is toby from bad christian and you're watching anti-news Hey, this is Toby from Bad. Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're watching Anti News. Everybody still here? We all good? We here? Keeping this party going? I think we still got people chatting. So cool, cool, cool. All right. Wavy first says, uh, "Any drinks in the after party?" Oh, to all which the drinks my in the after response that was my response <laughs> all drinks in the after party yes yes eh, anyway um welcome back to the show i hope you all stuck around i hope you brought some of your drug riddled addict friends back with you to see what's going on in the world and i uh, hope you enjoyed your pee um if you're just now tuning in craig is frozen no no he's back uh if you're just now tuning in uh feel free to call into the show if you're sick of Craig freezing up, call into the show at 309-716-3818. The number's down at the bottom of the screen, down there, and you can be a part of the show. Not only that, but we only can have, I can only have one uh, one co-host, so if you call in, Craig's gone. So even just for that reason alone, you are, are welcome to call in, because I'm tired of looking at him. Uh, the Walt Finder General says, do you want a grobnob soundbite for the anti-news? Yeah. Absolutely. I want every soundbite for the anti-news. Unless it's like, you know, just just calling in and saying, I hate Tom Dunn. Tom Dunn's a, a piece of garbage, like some people said during uh, that that their Tom Dunn trailer. But hey, my, our, the trailers are, are as they are. And uh, you can have your opinions about the people that we befriend. I befriend everyone, even if you disagree with them. 
even if I disagree with them. doesn't matter. I can honestly say I don't think we've, which surprisingly, I don't think we've touched a more controversial subject than that whole issue around Tom Dunn. No. I mean, we've hit some pretty touchy topics, but that one generated the most... Which is uh, funny, since I didn't even know anything about it before Tom came on to talk about it, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm caught up in a crap storm of people saying that... And you didn't even, you didn't even intend to talk about it when no, you had him no, on. No, no. Um, anyway, let's jump back into this. Let's cover a couple more stories before we jump into the, anti- or the after party. And we get, since we do have a bunch of new listeners, you if you want to be a part of the after party, you can stream it live for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com forward slash system is down. Basically, you just have to join the Downers Club, which you can get at that link, patreon.com forward slash the system is down. And um, if you watch it live while it's actually happening, it's only a dollar. As soon as the broadcast's over, it jumps up to the $5 level. So if you want to listen to it or watch it after that, you'll have to pay a little bit more. But we like to uh, we like to make it a fun party that's accessible to everybody. Um, if you have a dollar, you are welcome to join. And not only are you welcome to join, but you can call in and be a part of the entire conversation. And we will add you to the call. And you're welcome to stay as long as you are a kind individual. Anyway, speaking of the uh, the election tomorrow and all that stuff uh obama tweeted earlier today right before i got on here and said tomorrow's tomorrow's election might be the most important of our lifetimes the health care of millions is uh on the ballot uh making sure uh, working families get a get a fair shake is on the ballot Uh, a character of our country is on the ballot that's it. <laughs> that just reminded me you still owe me an Obama rap. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's from way back. Um, I don't know if you've heard it. You heard his latest uh, speech about probably four or five days ago now. The guy is turning into a, he went from being such a suave speaker that everybody said anyway, even though he talks just like how you were talking, such mm-hmm. a suave speaker he went from that to like bumbling, babbling old man within just a matter of years. Not not too many years either. Yeah, I heard it's been. I heard it right when it happened on the Quite Frankly podcast. Um, do you know shoutouts? But uh, do you know what it reminded me of? What? Like he got super pitchy when he was talking. Like not unlike you do when you are drinking heavily <laughs> on your podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. He he gets like really like. These people, you know, all these these people. I'm just like, what is he even saying right now? I wish I had a soundbite because that's exactly he's talking about. Who, who, who are who are these people? <laughs> who, who are these people he's talking about? I'm just like, is this really Barack Obama, right. the like suave yeah, gentleman I, speaker? I don't remember anything that was said, but I was kind of half listening to it while I was going about my day and. Uh, I missed kind of the lead up to it, and like halfway through the audio clip, I was like, "Who is this? This is not Obama. There's no way this is Obama. This doesn't sound anything like Obama." And then he, he sounded like, more he like Bill Cosby trying. Oh jeez, <laughs> sound like Bill Cosby giving like one of his, uh, um, like the punchlines of his jokes when no. he gets like really all bitchy and. Let me read this tweet again. Let me read this tweet again from former President Barack Obama. Oh, tomorrow's elections might be the, the most important of our <laughs> lifetimes. You're putting pops and the health care of millions is on the ballot. 
All right, that's enough. <laughs> Pretty good. You still got to put the pause, the Obama pause in, though, with the Bill Cosby voice. You're making sure. <laughs> Sounds like you're taking a shit now. Uh, Animus Channel says, speech writers matter. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. It's definitely true. Which, in my opinion, Trump needs to take um, that into play and actually hire a speech writer because he clearly does not have one. And that is where he gets himself in the most trouble. Right. But um, apparently Obama felt the need to get rid of his speechwriter. <laughs> the Walt Finder General said, shall I call in? Only problem is I have nothing to say. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's call in. <laughs> Neither do we. We have nothing to say right. either. Yeah, let's kick Craig out of here just for the fun of it. Uh, call in and, uh, you know, tell me how your day was or whatever. You can, you can call in. Just let us know how, how you feel about this show and how it's going so far. Whatever you want to say. Uh, I mean, I might kick you out if you're... Calling in to just ramble about nothing, but I'll, we'll take any call. You're welcome to call. Absolutely. Only because we have time restrictions. That is really the only reason, because right. we talk about mostly nothing. Yeah, if you want to call into the after party, you can ramble on about nothing, as long as you're civil. Um, so, bye, Craig. Uh, 234, who's this? Who are we talking to? Yeah, it's Grubnob. Grubnob the troll. Going in. Got nothing to say. Rob, Grubnob, how's it going, man? <laughs> Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, uh, I bought, bought a new guitar today. Well, I say new, second hand. Put a deposit on it. You know, making nice. Japan great again because it's not an American one this time. Nice, nice. Uh, so, what'd you get? Baltop. It's um, a Tokai Love Rock Gold Top. Nice. And I wanted one for a couple of years. And I was in the shop. And he goes, Yeah, that's not new. That's. Um, the guy had it for two weeks, brought it back, and part exchanged it, and right. it was about 20% of the price had just fallen straight off it, and it was absolutely brand new. It barely been touched, so I put deposit down. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> so anything new in your neck of the woods? Uh, are you celebrating uh, the 5th of November? Yeah, some idiots on Twitter, basically what they've done, you know about the Grenfell uh, high-rise fire that we had a year ago sure <laughs> yeah well somebody built one out of cardboard and they put it on their bonfire hmm. and they were really sort of mocking the whole thing so that's that's causing a bit of consternation in the uk the people who did that are obvious obviously idiots hmm. that's um that's one of the things the other thing is the policeman the ex-policeman who's been involved in the media that brought jimmy savile down Mm -hmm. he's facing a lot of trouble now because, um, well, it, it's coming out that he was basically working with the press and he was offering to sell the press information he'd learned as a police officer, allegedly mm -hmm. innocent until proven guilty, what have you. So he's coming in for a bit of flack. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's interesting stories going down. Cool, cool, yeah. Um, well, there's the whole Charles Seven Seven Gate. That could be a very interesting guest for you because she'll show up and, and discuss her um, her story. It's I, I won't I won't tell you what it's about. Sure. But um, you know we'll see if we can line up Charles Seven to appear on your show. She's a very gorgeous woman. She's she's about fifty three, but she doesn't look a day over thirty. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Uh, were you the one that was show? commenting in about it earlier on in the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's another one of the 
internet memes, Charles Seven, mm-hmm. you know, Hampstead, these wacky stories that grow out of nothing and, and refuse to die. Yeah, sure. That might be something interesting for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like I said, feel free to uh, shoot me any information that you got, or if you have our contact information or anything like that, send it over to dan at tsidpod.com. Oh, just, just type seven gates into a computer and, and you'll find it. All right, will do. Uh, well, so anyway, I'll leave you to it. I'll, I'll just do little pop ups for about two or three minutes every other show, sure. you know, when I'm around. I'll, <laughs> I'll just phone you up every once in a while. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks a lot. You know what's happening in, in the UK? Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, th- thanks so much for calling okay, in, man. I'll Feel free to. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back watching the show because that's, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not making shows. I'm watching them. So I'll see you later. Oh, you're, right. you're helping make it, and I appreciate you calling in, man. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yeah. Grabnab. Grabnab. One of our UK listeners. Craig, are you there? Are you there? Are you muted, Craig? Craig, you, you finally don't have the show playing when I get you back I'm, on and I'm you're here. muted. I'm here. <laughs> I will have to say that uh, for... Having nothing to say, Grabnob has more to say than most of the callers who have ever called into the show. Yeah. I will always be intrigued by even the nothing that Grabnob has to say because everything, every little bit of nothing he said was sparking my interest. It's like, oh, I, w- I want to read about that story. Oh, not, not that, to mention, that sounds like a good story. Not to mention the beautiful accent. I mean, I mean, of just, course, just call course. in and serenade us with your your beautiful voice. Um, <laughs> and if he could play us a song on this new guitar when he gets it and sing with That's that right. beautiful voice, man, that would just that would just make my day. Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, what time is it? It's uh, 8.15, a quarter after the hour, which means we've got about 15 minutes more. We can cover at least one more story here before we switch over to the after party. You got something that you want to cover? Or, uh, well, I got... Well, did we wrap a- up this Caitlyn Jenner thing? or are we? I think we beat that horse. Oh, don't call her a horse, man. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to call her a man, but not a horse. I'm um, sorry, I apologize, Caitlin. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? I do have a story, though. Um, so, this story, all this story did was confirm my suspicions that our parents are blatant racists. Do you know? <clears throat> did you know the phrase... Cotton picking is derogatory phrase. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, I had my suspicions, but I didn't know it was enough to um, yeah. get everybody's panties in a wad like I, it has this week. It, I mean, it has it has bad origins, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it, sure it does. Let but, me guess. Some politician, some right-wing politician said it in a speech, not thinking about you know the fact that everything is hypersensitive now and then he got called out for it because they're like you're a racist because he used that thing that we've been saying all this time and now we're gonna remind you what that actually means and you're a racist right who was um it? the agri the agriculture secretary sonny purdue said florida governor's race is so cotton picking important <laughs> that's it that's all he come said come on come on that's it. and if he said CN- uh we totally got gypped on that last election he would have been a racist against gypsies too CNN reports, um, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue described the stakes of the Florida governor's election on Tuesday as being cotton-picking important at a campaign event on Saturday for Republican Ron DeSantis. DeSantis is running against Democratic Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum, who is (laughs) African-American. Of course he is. (laughs) 
Uh, well, Public- DeSantis is the guy who said the the monkeying around thing too. So really? they're just going to town on this guy. <laughs> just a lose lose here. Um, yeah. He he's public- not up to date on what is acceptable <clears throat> as far as like catchphrases and not even catchphrases, just like vernacular crap. Right. Um, Agriculture Secretary says public policy matters, leadership matters, and this is why the election is so cotton picking important to the state of Florida. Purdue, a former governor of Georgia, told supporters in Lakeland, I hope you all don't mess up. When asked on Saturday what his response when asked in, on sa- Sunday what his response was to Purdue's comment, Gillum laughed and told CNN, "He should go back to Georgia. We'll we'll take care of Florida." Yeah, that's fair enough. That's a fair enough response. Um, let's see. DeSantis' campaign did not immediately respond to the request for comment on Purdue's statement in an email to Politico, which first reported the comments. A DeSantis spokesman said, "We are happy to have Purdue and Polk County campaigning with us." Um, Fox News host Ed Henry called the phrase obviously offensive, and Bossy was reportedly no, suspended from the network. Obviously, everybody's used it for many, many years, and it came from a bad place, but we've all used sure. it, and it's just it's sure. just a phrase that has our parents, no meaning now. Our parents used it as the worst euphemism that they would ever say, because anytime – I don't know if you ever had the experience of being – a gopher when dad worked on cars, yep. like hold, grabbing wrenches and screwdrivers for him. But mm-hmm. that phrase came up many times, especially when the hood would fall shut on his head. Mm-hmm. He would he the <laughs> the phrase cotton picking piece of junk came out yeah. way, way too much. Right. Um he wouldn't say things like cotton picking piece of shit. It was just I mean, that was or too offensive. Motherfucking piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um it says Webra is Talking about Democratic Senator Jim Webb wrote a response in part to Joel Payne, the strategist to whom Bossy made the remark. Webb wrote about the origins of the phrase cotton picker and defended its long-used phrase in the South that had no racist connotation. DeSantis had faced criticism for his own past remarks from the day after he won the August primary when he went on Fox News to warn voters not to monkey this up. There it is. <laughs> by electing by electing Gillum. African American kill him in November. Yeah, you've got to. Like, you've got to feel you bad think for these the guy. People, like, you, there's a whole bunch of different, you know, races going on right now. Most, uh, I mean, a lot of them aren't like it's not a black and white issue. This guy's got like another layer of uh, eggshells to walk on because he's running against a black guy and he's a white guy. Um, if if that wasn't the case, a lot of their uh, I mean, I, I don't know what this guy's uh, stance is on anything. I don't know anything about DeSantis in any way whatsoever other than he's a right-winger and he's white and he's getting crap for all this. But um, if he was if he was a black guy, it, it'd be fine. <laughs> the comments on Saturday were flagged by the liberal research group American Bridge. So there is a group that literally just goes and looks for this shit. What's it? What like was just- that group called? Uh, there were, the comments were flagged by the liberal research group American Bridge and could further roil a contest that has frequently been visited by concern over DeSantis' language and past affiliations, including one with a donor who called former President Barack Obama the N-word and another to an anti-Muslim conservative political activist that's David Horowitz. a little Horowitz. bit more obvious. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not this guy. DeSant- no. DeSantis, DeSantis, whatever his name is, that's his affiliations. Right. He He's in contact with this guy that called Obama the N-word. Yes, fine. But 
like I said, there is the concern to me is there is a specific research group who their sole job is to go and pick apart speeches and find the most offensive thing, the things that they can uh, turn as offensive and Ammunition. portray as offensive. Of, of course, that that is what they get paid to do. This pick, is just through, turning I mean, into find a the circus. needle in the Not haystack. That, find the needle that you can poke him back circus. with. Not the circus with like I don't know monkeys, but it's turning <sighs> into a circus. How could you? How could you? Uh, yeah, another another nothing outrage and another another racist for using terminology that we've used for many many years. Sure, that's one I'm fine to let it go. But if somebody slips up and says it, come on, come you know that that was not a racist thing that he said. You know that he wasn't saying it because he's racist. Maybe he is a racist. I don't know, but these things that you're using against him to prove that he's a racist does not prove that he's a racist at all. It proves that you're trying to find the needle in the haystack that you can stab him with. Just trying to find anything that you can. Now, on the other side of it, there are stupid people out there that do stupid things that make the rest of us just just have to hang our head in disbelief. Like this marching band in Georgia, um, a bunch of the – it's called the sousaphone. It's the wraparound tuba. Uh-huh. That the marching tuba, the sousaphone players, they have covers on them that like kind of muffle the um, the sound when they play inside. Yeah. And the, this Georgia team was named the Broncos. Well, they don't wear them out on the field because it would just muffle the sound too much. Yet four of them decided to take four of the letters in Broncos and rearrange them to spell which none of the articles I've read will actually say the word. You can just see that there is this word, the letter C, a blur, a blur, and the letter N. <laughs> All right. So I'm just guessing because it also said that the letters B and R were nowhere to be found. Mm. So that leaves the C, the N, and two O's, two O's. So arrange those in whatever order you want and – I guess the only thing you're going to come up with is the word coon, which... I say anako, obviously. No, because there's a C at the beginning and an N at the end. Oh, I tried. <laughs> the other two are in the middle. There's two O's in the middle somewhere. I tried. I tried. I know. But so uh, the principal had to come out and apologize for it. Obviously, there you you can't talk your way out of this one. This You, you can't even... I mean, what are the odds that... They accidentally stood in the wrong order when those <laughs> letters were the only ones to appear on the, f- the field. I could right. see if there was – the other letters were kind of scattered around and if there was like a B on one side and R on the other and C-O-O-N yes. happened to be in the middle. But nope, these were the only letters on the field. And it's just like, come on. You guys are just being assholes now. <laughs> it's like, true. come on. You're making this difficult for us. <laughs> Not us. I don't care. But uh, we gotta we got to talk about one more story before we jump over to the after party because it was also in the title of this. And I've got at least three more stories and a couple other things that I want to talk about in the after party. But we have to talk about – to hear about the uh, the right to try bill that, uh, that Trump passed. I can't remember offhand what it is. It was just I like today. It was just – it just happened. Maybe I haven't. Um, but the, uh, he's been talking about it for a while. The right to try bill is, it, it, it's a bill that says, you know, if you're on your deathbed, if you have a terminal illness and you want to try out FDA, uh, uh, new medications that are not FDA regulated or tested or approved or whatever, you can try those 
because you're going to die. So why not try them? And I, I find this to be a fantastic thing, and it's definitely a win for Donald Trump. And uh, that's never been the case before, so make America great. Blank. Um, but of course, of course, the Atlantic... I don't understand how you can tell somebody in any situation that they don't have the right to try yeah. non-FDA-approved drugs. Yeah. I could see you telling a medical, um, like a person that promotes medicine, you can't promote these drugs, or like a medicine uh, firm, they can't sell these drugs. Right. But how can you tell somebody, nope, nope, I, I know there's no other cure for this, but nope, you can't, you can't try that on your own. It's yeah. like, it's, it goes back to the my body, my choice argument, I guess. Like I can put whatever drugs in I want. How can you tell somebody, yeah, there might be validity to this, but the FDA has not said so. So I'm sorry you're not going to be able to try it. And that's – the great thing about this is – I mean the left is all about my body, my choice. Um, they're all about uh, you know uh, making like doctor-assisted suicide legal. I guess they're not all about that, but that's something that kind of falls into their camp. Um, and, you know, I'm for that too. But, uh, the, of course, since this is Trump's deal, nobody likes this. Nobody's nobody's a big fan. Um, so the this comes from The Atlantic, and the title is The Disingenuous, Disingenuousness Disingenuousness of Right to Try. Is that uh, like two words? It, it might as well be. Um the, the new law has a catchy name, but it will only make it more difficult to know if medication is effective or safe. That's fine. That's fine. It's going to take 10 years for these drugs to be passed anyway. Like, we don't need... Mm -hmm. These are not test subjects. It's giving them the right to try. It's not saying, if they live, we're going to throw it up on the market. It's... I, if anything, you would think it would make it easier to know if these drugs were effective or not, since we have willing participants who are saying, like, stop trying that on lab rats. I'm going to die. Let me put it in my body. But uh, let me read a little bit of it. This is a really freaking long article that's, I'm sure, just trying to spin this into before, Trump bad, before you orange get man into bad. That, before you get into that, I want to point out Grobnob's comment. Uh, he says, the right to try Bill, Cosby or Clinton? <laughs> Fair enough. Don't we I'd all have, to, have the I'd right have to, to go with Cosby? Yep. I'd have to go with Cosby. I'd, I'd go with Clinton. Anyway, uh, this article reads, In the Oval Office on Wednesday, the president kissed a small boy with muscular dystrophy. Well, that's cute. Uh, behind them were two men who Trump described as battling ALS. He thanked them for their bravery. He took up his pen for for the camera and announced that, but announced that by signing the controversial... The controversial legislation known as Right to Try, he would be saving hundreds of thousands of lives. Uh, quote, we will be saving, I don't even want to say thousands, because I think it's going to be much, much more, like huge, huge numbers, thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands. Th this is actual quote, not, not the middle part there. <laughs> Seriously, but... <laughs> this is like you're actually reading it? Uh, well... Uh, the I, I think it's going to be much more thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands. We're yeah, going. That sounds, we're sounds going to be. Like we're going to be saving tremendous numbers of lives. Uh, end quote. In fact, it's unclear if the law will save a single life, especially when weighed against how many lives it could shorten. There's no way to know, and that's exactly the point. The law allows pharmaceutical companies to provide medications to patients that have not been tested for effectiveness and with only minimal effect 
or only minimal, minimal evidence of safety. On the long list of ways the United States could improve access to quality health care, including affordable, safe, effective medication, nowhere does right to try appear. Uh, it is rather a step in the wrong direction, but one that is easy to misrepresent to sell as good. Uh, typically, only drugs that have been deemed safe and effective by the Food and Drug Administration, based on three fa- on a, on three phase clinical trials, can be sold to patients. Uh, quote right, well, right to try allows that process to be circumvented through. Uh, though in uh, news coverage, this often receives a more Congratulatory slant. CNBC announced that Trump's signature would, quote, allow gravely ill patients to bypass the FDA for experimental treatment. So, I mean, I am really having a hard time seeing what what they're how they're making this into a bad thing. Uh, They're saying uh, it could significantly shorten their life. Uh, The lives of terminally ill patients who said, I'm willing to take the risk of dying two weeks sooner, um, but there's a chance that I might be able to live longer. Yeah, aren't um, their lives are already significantly shorter? Right. It's not like they're being forced. It's not like these drugs are going on the market. It's not like they're saying, we're going to test on human subjects now. They're saying, if you want to do this, if you've got nothing left to lose, then you can try. And that's, the rest will that's go not, on as, as normal. That's not that much unlike... People who decide to not get treatments like chemotherapy and stuff because they want to live their last few months or weeks or whatever not in complete misery instead of extending out their misery for a few extra months but throwing up and in bed the rest of their life. Right. I mean they have a choice for that and that's possibly significantly shortening their life yet for yeah. some reason the, the opportunity to – take something that may or may not extend their life, oh, that runs the risk of possibly shortening their lifespan. And it's just like, why not? I mean, what do we have to lose at this point? Yeah. yeah besides I, I, the uh, besides the funding of the uh, mega farm pharmaceutical companies, that, that's the only loss we'll have out yeah, of this. Yeah, I think this is a win, 100%. Um, until, I mean, if somebody disagrees, feel free to um, argue it. That's fine. But this seems like a win for me. I, I think even if even if you're not terminally ill, if you have um, a bad cold and you want to try a new drug and you're choosing to, go for it. Whatever. Obviously, that's not allowed. But uh, I know you saw because you responded. But Jessica said, assuming they can't sue drug companies after trying experimental treatments, you have to sign a waiver to go to trampoline parks. I mean, you think that they're not going to have their butts covered in this thing? Oh yeah. You have to sign oh, yeah. waivers cover... all over the place. It, it's it's you'll up probably to you. spend the rest of your life signing waivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I call it a win, one hundred percent. Go go Trump on this on this note. Um, I wish I had a little uh, a little chime for any time that uh, he said something that I didn't hate. Anyway, uh, you got anything else in that? I just don't see why it's even a major concern. Right? Like, why wouldn't we let people give it one last go? It's like, well, there's no other option for you you know what, why don't you try eating this pot plant because you have no other options? Or why not let you try this experimental voodoo drug? Yeah. I mean, it's on you. If you want to take the risk of possible being killed tonight, well, then that's on you. But If your doctor says you're going to die in two weeks, uh, you could try this. You might die tonight, but at at least you'll – 
like you'll be prepared for it. You'll know that it, that is your time limit possibility, or mm-hmm. it might go the other way. Right. You got with a terminally ill, like you have a zero percent chance of survival. With mm-hmm. this option, you have a fifty-fifty chance that is going to work or is not going to work. Yeah. So maybe not fifty. The odds. It, it, but I mean, it's, honestly, it's a it, yes or no thing. Right. It's a and yes, it, it's going to work or no, it's not. If if these drugs are like if they're if if there's a drug company that's proposing this drug, we think it's going to do this. We haven't fully tested it, but we think it's going to do, do this. It's probably better than fifty fifty. They just haven't gone through the ten years of testing or whatever. Um, there's probably a decent chance that it's going to work. And even if there isn't, well, why not let them try? I don't know. Anyway. Um, let's see. I I think that's going to conclude it for this episode of Anti-News. And if you're just now tuning in, uh, we do an after party. If this is your first time watching, we do an after party where you are able to sit back, relax, and continue to enjoy the conversation. Um, as a... (laughs) We just got kicked out. We just got kicked out. Ah, you couldn't give us 30 more seconds? You couldn't give us 30 more seconds to get our plugs? All we had to do was say goodbye. That's yeah. all we had to do was pretty, pretty much, much say goodbye. Yeah, I think we're back in. Let us know. Not that it matters because we're going to jump out of here. Hopefully this isn't starting a new stream every single time. It very well could be, but I don't know. Um. Anyway, Uh. yeah, if you don't know, maybe I should wait a second for people to come back in if it is a new stream, but <sighs> join the Downers Club for uh, as little as a dollar uh, if you want to be a part of the conversation tonight or... If you want to be a part of the conversation, get all of our backlog of bonus audio and video content from The System is Down. You can join for as little as $5 a month. And uh, go to patreon.com forward slash The System is Down to make your life at least 50% better. Um, Craig, any any final words? Your um, bumbling Obama voice is coming out. Your high-pitched, uh, I've had too many drinks voice is starting to I'm drinking out. caffeine. I'm not even drinking alcohol tonight. Well, maybe it's too much. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's, it's just not heart alcohol. palpitations. I I can just barely Gosh. see anymore. Like my... that's the problem. Oh, Obama snorted cocaine before going out on stage, and he's just like, <laughs> oh, they, all the, the the people. Oh, who are who are all these people? <laughs> uh, post. I'm posting can't a comment even, here. Can't so, even imagine Barack Obama on cocaine. Or, as, on that note, can you imagine Donald Trump on cocaine? Oh. Donald Trump Maybe supposedly... Donald Trump is on cocaine all the time. Maybe that's half his problem. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump supposedly doesn't even drink alcohol, which I have a hard time believing that. I do too, especially with that big bloated red face of his. He just seems like your drunk uncle, the one that shows up <laughs> that you just don't. You hope he doesn't show up to Thanksgiving, but he always ends up showing up, yeah. and he's his shirt's half untucked. He's wearing his clothes from yesterday that he slept in and half vomited on. It's like, Uncle Uncle Don, can you just Uncle like, go sit in the kitchen somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a, a video that was uh, circulating around during um, the 2016 election time. And uh, they they took quotes from Donald Trump, like audio clips from him, and had like a drunk uncle uh, doing – like acting like he was the one saying it, and it was it was pretty perfect. But um, yeah. anyway, tomorrow is a uh, midterm election day. Please, if you're smart enough to know what you're talking about, go out and vote. If you're not, stay home. There, there's nothing noble about voting, in my opinion. Um, if you don't have any idea what people stand for, 
don't bother. They're, if you're just going to check the red and check the blue, then you are the problem, and you need to just go back to sleep and stay home. Um, go out and educate yourself instead, and find out who you're voting for. Anyway, uh, come join the after party. I posted a link to it. it. Should be in all the comments sections if you're just now getting back into the stream. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Follow that and be a part of the after party. But with all that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Got a bunch of new listeners. That's fantastic. I think we'll probably stick with this, even though it's unstable, just like we are. Uh, but with all that said, Craig and everybody else, question everything and stay stay uncomfortable. uncomfortable. All right. I just like to beat you to the punch. Mm, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but uh, I was waiting for you. That's what you're going for, right? That's right. All right, guys. Peace out. We'll see you on the other side.